0: (laughs) You're you're tapping something vigorously. Shut up!
1: Wake up in the morning looking like (laughs) Sadissi. Grab my glasses, I'm out the door, I'm gonna chat MTG. Before I leave, bye fam, take a (laughs) bottle of suds, responsible drinking tonight, talking cards with the (laughs) cuz. All right, Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> Tick tock on the clock. I actually kind of dig that song. <laughs> Again, Aussie Nate, thank you for the request. That's it was awesome. pretty great. That was really good. You got to really, got to work that one. Yeah. I, like, I really wish, I can't wait
0: till we get video because you were doing your hand gestures and you were, you are working it, buddy.
1: Heck yeah.
0: Welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. And this is episode, oh, don't worry. Sorry.
1: We're fucking cousins. We just did know a we're not, bit fucking. <laughs> not fucking <laughs> We're fucking cousins again. <laughs> oh, That's how we do it up here we're in Minnesota. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> no. No, we don't do it this way at all.
0: Uh, but yeah, welcome to episode number fifty seven. Heck yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 57. All right. It's like, God, we just did We have it written down right I know. there. I know. It's right there. Uh, we are continuing with our Slaughter on Site cards. Yes. But today we are doing which ones? Slaughter on Site non-creatures. So non-creatures, of course, non-legendary, whatever. Yep. We're not doing Planeswalkers is not involved in this.
1: Not uh, yet. Not yet. We, 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 we could have, maybe should have. Maybe, maybe had know. one. I don't we know. Planeswalkers to are
0: t- tough because... They come in and you're like, kill them because you don't want them to get to the ultimate. I mean, that's kind of the goal of planeswalkers. Yeah. We could we could do a th- anti could, one where it's like, these are the ones you just go whatever,
1: <laughs> do whatever you want yeah. with
0: those planeswalkers. Well, it could
1: be like put all- your monocle on for these planeswalkers, <laughs> like really focusing <laughs> yeah. on one eye. Mr Peanut the shit out of them.
0: That that's the name of the segment.
1: Mr Peanut the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh and then we also have uh, Larry as uh, Commander Spotlight for yep. this episode. Uh, what Which one are we doing?
1: Kesha, I think that's... Kesha? Kesha. Yeah, that, is <laughs> Kesha. that is perfect. That is perfect. We will now call this Kesha. <laughs> this is
0: Kesha. Uh, it's a deck that Larry played with when we did our kind of... Practice for practice. recording. Yep, so, and then you also played with it with uh, online. Um... Yeah, uh,
1: over Skype against my buddy Matt.
0: Which was last week's episode, but we're so, talking yeah, about Yeah, so now we're week. doing it now. Uh, and bit. then, I guess this was supposed to be my love letter for Commander, but uh, it's Arena versus Commander, and yeah. kind of my gripe with Arena, and why I love oh, Commander. Spoilers! Whoa! <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into that. So it's... And then
1: we'll finish the episode off with Smith Specs of the Week. Woohoo! Uh,
0: all right. And... We'll calm down there, cowboy. <laughs> uh, so, Yes our stuff you guys can follow us on go to twitter and you can follow us there you don't have to do the commander smiths things but just again updates and everything like that uh we will yeah, put that we, on we there we just did
1: this so it's like why do we got to do it again yeah. no we should redo this so it, you can find news i you know uh, there's specs of the week insta specs uh yeah beers, cards for card your stuff that I got in not sharing with not adam sharing with yeah. me wah, wah. there's a lot of stuff that we're doing on, yeah so but follow us not, on twitter But we're not gonna like blow up your feed either like some some people that are just yeah. like post 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 post
0: this is what i'm feeling this yeah. is what i'm thinking now we, we try to put some stuff up i mean yeah. i did
1: we're we we try and do roughly at least once a day yeah put something up there um so we're not gonna blow up your feed it's an easy ad um and i i think we're also entertaining there a little bit
0: sometimes <laughs> We we have nice gifs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, that what, I, is that how
1: they're said? Gifs. 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 Why'd you say gifs? I always call it gifs. Oh.
0: Because I like peanut butter. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> All right, uh, and then you guys can follow us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us. That is the free way to like our podcast. Because the yeah. more subscribers, especially we have, if
1: you don't want to like donate to our Patreon, yeah, just be like, hey, eventually you might probably not get money <laughs>
0: from YouTube. Speaking of Patreon, uh, you can go on there and subscribe to our different levels. Right now, for the month month of March, we're doing the proxies that you're getting. That isn't going to be always what each month yep. is. Uh, just right now, temporary. That's what we're doing. So, if and
1: and if you have done, if you've donated newly in the last week, we will give you a shout out next week yeah, because we, we are recording recorded right after one. <laughs> so, so, we don't. We're not forgetting <laughs> Thank yeah. you either way. We really appreciate. Hopefully, your... we
0: did get somebody in there because it'd be really. Uh, it doesn't matter either way. I was Should we saying. guess?
1: <laughs> guess who? Thank you. John. <laughs> so I can plug it in later. <laughs> yeah. all of My voice will come in like John Smith. <laughs> John Jacob, Jacob uh
0: Anyways, uh so yeah, go on Patreon. We have the, I think it's four different levels: you know, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Oh, actually, we have five because then we have 15 and 20. And 20. No. But then each level, you get more and more proxies from proxies of the week. And. The proxies of the week will continue, but we'll have different things might, in the coming as, months. As
1: we get more stuff, we'll add them in and start. As we talked about last week, Larry's favorite Dick sleeves. Dick sleeves, <laughs> it's gonna happen. And if not, uh, somebody else will steal the idea yeah. and make a ton of money <laughs> off like, of it.
0: Because uh, a card contract, get it? <laughs> trademark TM. Uh, and then and the last thing is, you can email us if you have song suggestions, like what was done today. Uh,
1: yeah from Hossie Nate love,
0: love getting the song is he, I love it Yeah, I, I like it because everybody's writing the lyrics for us which yes. it makes it harder to sing it necessarily but the, it's I like that we have these lyrics especially because we get some creative shit that comes in
1: yeah there is a lot of people
0: foreshadowing to my next week's song ooh uh, all right, so let's jump right into things here. Why don't we get into our slaughter on site? I don't actually remember how I said it last time. Slaughter on site. Well, you don't need to do it again because I'll just use that same oh. thing and clip it in there. Actually, what I th- was thinking of doing, which I might have already done, she touched my leg. Okay, kill him. <laughs> is I'm gonna <laughs> probably maybe add in the uh, Dumb and Dumber thing too. Have your slaughter in sight. And then
1: oh, don't okay, worry. Yeah, or yeah. Okay, okay, kill yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that quote.
0: So yeah, I, I texted. I was like, "This is what we should call." He's like, "What's that from?" I'm like, <laughs> "Sent him a clip of it." Uh,
1: Anyways, let's I, get into non creatures. Non creatures. So another fifteen. That's another, our number. Yeah, top fifteen. That's, that's what everybody does top lists of, 15. But You want to know when there's an end. Like if there's just like... It's never ending. Is, how long is this there's fucking episode? What are you talking about? Core cards for a commander have no ending or beginning. It's that just a true. circle. And people love it.
0: Yeah, they do like that. That is one of our most <laughs> listened to people podcasts. People just want to
1: hear about cards. Awesome, awesome cards.
0: But the thing is, when you put a number on it, then it limits it so that we can do a top 15 again, part two. Oh. So you can reuse it. If you don't R- use it, you lose it. Is that true? Redux.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to be French like you from last episode. <laughs> they won't get that. Or my Dutch. Yeah, Redux. redux. <laughs> All
0: right, you start off. The, the, actually, no, I'll do the first one because I added this That's one. That's the light. one you wanted. All right, so the the first one doesn't. There's no order to this. It's just 15 Number of them. Number one. <laughs> Number one. No order, but uh, Planner Bridge. Planner Bridge. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot to freaking cast it's six to come out it's very expensive but if you let that person untap and get to their next turn they get to find any permanent in their deck and put it directly very play. scary and most likely they're not going to do it unless it's a game winner right there they're going to wait until somebody does something to them and reacts to it and vice versa mm-hmm. uh don't let this card tap out be able
1: to be used <laughs> because now if somebody has 14 mana laying around like you're screwed. Boom, they got it <laughs> there's nothing you can do <laughs>
0: Like, oh. But if they do,
1: and you're at 14, then you haven't killed them yet. Just have your ancient grudge in hand. I think actually,
0: there's and I didn't watch it, but it, I heard it with Game Nights um, from the Who? Commander Zone. Who? Command Zone. Never heard of them. Yeah. You're trying to do the same thing you did to Fast Finance. <laughs> Where, You're going to take like, these guys. Be like, what an asshole. It. Yeah, it was such like a backhanded compliment
1: kind of thing. <laughs> I did get called out, by the yeah, way. Was, when, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Fast Finance. And you were just like, you listen yeah, to, them, you listen to I, was I was like, like no. <laughs> and then we tagged him. Yeah, <laughs> and they're but, like, thanks for the monotone voice. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Thanks for the, the tagging us on yeah. this, because it sounds like you're, you guys don't listen I'm to us. I'm a dickhead. No, the only reason I kept that in is because then you actually complimented them, and you're like, ah, actually, they, yeah, do, they like do a good job, blah, blah, blah. Set commands out, they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. so. so anyways, Planner Bridge, uh, I believe it's the latest version of their game nights. They had the option. Somebody had the option. Jimmy had it. Somebody had the option to kill it. They killed something else instead. Came to Jimmy's turn. He basically won the game off of Planner Bridge. If you let Planner Bridge tap to do its ability, a lot of times they're probably going to win. Because they can play any freaking card that's a permanent from their deck. So <laughs> it's like they having go... a, a 70 card hand and being able to play anything. You True. Know? For 8.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not very efficient if you go and get like a noble hierarch or something. <laughs> I'm
0: getting a land. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, Guy's cradle. Yeah, uh, touche. Boom. But cradle. yeah, you just go search up Paradox Engine, play a spell, untap everything. Yeah, that's the and key. And right do, the, do your deal. Yeah spoiler yeah i've done that before uh all right so our next one on the list we were supposed to pull up but i'm gonna bullshit uh it's a chroma's memorial we were supposed to pull this off yeah because i don't know it exactly so oh this we were one supposed does, to pull up yeah it gives it gives like haste, first it strike vigilance protection from red protection from black and it just wins you the game isn't there like
0: a indestructible or something no in
1: there? no but i mean it, it basically does like first strike is basically you can't get through because they can, you know, block with a bunch of creatures and kill your big guy, and you don't kill any of their creatures. Uh, the card just wins games. You don't let them attack with it.
0: All right, what? Flying first strike, vigilance, trample, haste. I'm like half those, like flying. Pro trample. black and red.
1: I got that part.
0: Yeah, you got that.
1: So it it makes all of your creatures a acromas, and there's just so many keywords on it that people are always like oh they have what yeah. oh that oh that too Wait, what else oh, oh i'm
0: gonna kill cool. you. kill you nope yeah. that has protection uh, yeah. oh, oh,
1: okay he's...
0: all right can i just die can i ping you with <laughs> no <laughs> it,
1: it just does so much that uh when this comes down you just gotta kill it or else the game is going to swing way too far in their yeah in i've their seen direction. you recently play this card yeah, and that's it's just my, like i need deck. to get
0: rid of it but there's nothing i can do Kill kill him! It's slaughter. Slaughter it.
1: We're trying to start a thing, and you're just screwing it up.
0: Well, it's still kill him. Kill him! All right. uh, Next one is Beastmaster Ascension. That is the one green, two colors enchantment. And whenever you attack with... Well, you attack with five creatures, it gets a counter for each creature that attacks. Once it has five counters on it... I think it's seven. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Seven or more. Yeah, it gets five plus five. That's where the five comes in.
1: And so, essentially, this is almost played like a spell where somebody has seven creatures in play they play this attack with seven creatures and they all get plus 5 plus 5 no matter what and trample I don't think trample damn it i'm adding stuff you're to pretty it. bad at this Ugh, <laughs>
0: this is going off the memory thing it's, it's not, not a
1: memorial i mean but this card is it just you know it puts 35 power on board if you're attacking with 701s like that were created from avenger of zendikar like it just makes the card it, it makes a late game play. It's decent early game play, too. Yeah, because, like,
0: I mean, even if they're attacking with one or two creatures, it's gaining the counters, and then eventually... But it should
1: scare the crap out yeah. of you, even if they have it down, like, if they only have, like, two or three creatures out, because, really, they're going to be getting it in two turns.
0: But most likely, the person, if they're, you know, playing tokens or whatever, you hold on to this card until you have the seven to get through, exactly, you know, seven yeah. creatures to get that thing pumped up. And then it just stays
1: plus five, plus five. Yeah. Oh, jeez it's it's really oh geez, oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> geez. Oh, you, you did a hand God. motion there oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah no this card is ridiculous <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right uh next one is from the commander set from two years ago
1: uh kindred discovery
0: which i haven't seen this one played as much we've played it but i haven't seen it actually in action as much sure.
1: it's uh it's an enchantment blue enchantment that it's uh for uh, a creature type so let's say you say merfolk And if you cast a merfolk, you get to draw a card off of that. Which is sweet, but it also has... If you attack with your merfolk, you also get to draw a card for each of those merfolk. So it has a two-draw ability. It's insane. It it draws a ton of cards. Do commander players like tribal? Yeah. Yeah, they do that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, This should be in any blue tribal deck. Mm. Or even if you're heavy, in a... um, in a type. So, like, your Niv-Mizzet deck isn't a wizard deck, but it has a bunch of wizards yeah. in it. And so you could add that in there and draw a ton Even of cards. Even if you're
0: doing, you know, you have two or three that are in play. You know, by the time it comes into play, you're calling what you have out. And if you're, you know, have elves, like four It's pretty elves, obvious. I attack with those four, I draw four cards. You yeah. know, you don't have to, have to cast them anymore. If that's what you have in play, call what's in play it, and you're starting to draw. It into itself. So, like, yeah. if
1: you're out of a hand, like if you're playing elves, you're going to have a ton of mana. But... If you, you know, you attack with those, fill up your hand, and then cast more elves to draw more cards. Yeah. And, like, it'll just, it just spirals. Yeah. yeah.
0: Snowball spirals. It's like a blizzard. Oh, I don't know. Snickers yeah, I, blizzard. I, gotcha. My favorite. I don't like Snickers. <laughs> Snickers are gross. I hate, pe- I hate, I love peanut butter, but I hate peanuts. <laughs> I can't a, even look at you. It's <laughs> the weirdest thing. I don't like chunky peanut butter because there's peanuts in it. It's like. Jeez. What the hell are these fucking chunky things in there? It's supposed to be smooth peanut butter. All right. Uh, next one <laughs> <laughs> is Dictative Erebos. And also kind of the same lines you can go with um,
1: Martyrs Bond...
0: Uh, Butcher for, of Malacur. What's the other enchantment? Why am I brain farting? Great. Uh, so three would-
1: black colorless enchantment. <laughs> Cards like that. Great. What is it? Grave Pact? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, Grave Pact. I knew you'd get, you'd get that. Yeah,
0: thanks, sorry. You know thanks for the test. <laughs> so any of these that uh, deal with when your creature dies, uh, everybody else sacrifices a creature because they're going to do something kind of tricky if they have that. If they have this in their deck, unless they're just randomly putting shit in their deck and they're like, well... I want this in there just in but case. But even,
1: even if it's in there, it's a very powerful card.
0: Yeah, but most likely what I'm saying is when this is you're, in there, there they're, they're they're there's a sack it. engine yeah. type thing going on. So, and that gets around indestructible, It gets around hexproof, yeah. gets around shroud, it gets around everything. You know, there's nothing you can do unless you have the card that you had when we played on our last Sigarda uh, host of parents. Yeah. Then you can't really do anything because I played Butcher Malakar <laughs> and that didn't work until the end.
1: It did fuck me. Yep. <laughs> Torment of Hailfire. Never seen that go bad until yeah, now. Until right. There. Magic's a great game. The
0: only card that could really do that. I mean, yep. there probably is more, but probably just that. <laughs> that's the only one that fucked you over. <laughs> Got our... So yeah,
1: but uh, Dictate of Erebos and that style of card, like those, just like pretty much machine gun the entire table. Like it, it can control. Like Shadow Game Brothers, I really liked it in that deck where I just like I'm gonna sacrifice this creature and I'm gonna make everybody sacrifice a creature and then I'm gonna destroy that. Yeah, like, you just get a ton of value mm. off of a bunch of that stuff, so
0: kill, destroy no nope. so. sacrifice... Slaughter on sight
1: <laughs> Kill, destroy, sac <laughs> all, you're, all you're It's like it's like if you had multiple children and you'd be like call yeah, them by their <laughs> yeah, wrong exactly. name. Drake, Zeke. Sorry, d- kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally what it was. Yeah. <laughs> was like,
0: how else can I kill this thing? Do you, know you know
1: how many children that I have, like, of my siblings I've been called that's not oh, me? Well, All of them, every time. Yeah,
0: it's always going through the order. My mom Especially my not dad. remember who my I am. My dad has, like, dad? major yeah. dyslexia, so then he, well, that's what he blames it on. He's like, it's my no, dyslexia. That, it's it, like, it's nothing it's to do with dyslexia. Yeah. Like,
1: I've called my son my dog's name. Yeah, I was going to say that same thing. Like, Taka, oh, damn it. All right, we're going to go take a nap.
0: <laughs> all right, the uh next one, Larry, I believe that is you.
1: All right. So <laughs> noises. Mm-hmm. Uh Cathar's Crusade. This card gets out of hand super quick. It's a white enchantment and whenever you have or that player has a creature come into play, they put a 1/1 counter on all of their creatures. Now, the problem with this like it's annoying as shit. Yeah. Because they are taking a ton of time and I've talked about this where, like, make sure that you're very efficient in doing that. But also, they're going to grow their army super fast. So this can be abused in a bunch of, like, token decks or, like, if it's Gabe, Guru of Spores, where you're just like, I'm going to take a token off, give everything plus one, plus one. And Gabe has infinite uh, amount of 1-1 counters on it because it keeps on getting a 1-1 counter put on it. Mm-hmm. And so you just build up a huge army, and then the next turn somebody Wrath of God, and you're like, well, I just wasted 10 minutes of everybody's time. So just kill it don't let them do it
0: yeah it and it's the thing is is you don't have to cast the creature for it to come for yeah, the counters to happen. Yeah, it's just ETB. Yeah, so your tokens, anything that's coming in, it's like, oh, okay, I just played like three tokens and now they're all get three like plus three. It, plus it three. goes
1: good with every creature. Yeah. And if you have a creature that enters and creates more token creatures, like Avenger of Zendikar. Yeah. Like that just, just gets crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, I have seven O-1s. That oh, but they're not O-1s anymore. They're yeah, seven so they're eights. All, yeah. <laughs> big big whoop. Yeah,
1: not a big deal. I don't even need to play a land. They're already fucking huge. <laughs> (laughs) So, yeah, the the card is really, really powerful and annoying. So, double whammy, get rid of it. Slaughter it on sight. Slaughter on sight. Slaughter. Kill him. All right, next one is True Conviction,
0: which is three white, three colorless enchantment, gives your creatures double strike and lifelink. I always forget about this card. You added this one to the list, so it is awesome with the double strike, but then the lifelink with it. So you're... yeah. they it's, just get
1: so far ahead on life like if they're if that person is starting to fall behind this puts them ahead yeah if they're ahead it just puts them out of reach almost mm-hmm. and you're able to deal so much damage and double strike is double strike is,
0: by itself is amazing but then powerful. getting double the amount of life back with that it's it's pretty freaking crazy
1: so this is a card you definitely want to slaughter on site and uh it's i i've seen it win games yeah so
0: uh the next one is a card that we have talked about many times and we super surprised it's not we, banned i don't know why it isn't banned i, I honestly and i think we've said it before is the reason why it's not banned is because people aren't playing with it they expect it, they to, be banned. it was to be banned i haven't put it in as many decks because i'm like well it's gonna get banned then i'm gonna go back and take this out so i don't uh, want to go through the effort
1: paradox engine uh so this card untaps all of your non-land permanents every time you cast a spell so this card goes crazy good with mana rocks or creatures that tap for mana or everything. Or, like, or everything. It's, you know, like if you're attacking, you can attack and then cast a spell on untap all your creatures. Mm-hmm. You can just... It, it chains well. It's almost like a combo piece. I, it's just so good. Um, you just got to slaughter it. I'm just...
0: I'm curious where the yeah Okay, it's at 20 bucks. It just keeps creeping up because it's just... <laughs>
1: we were like oh that's pretty good
0: yeah because it was freaking eight dollars like there's we're not buying this because it's gonna get freaking banned like Uh,
1: (laughs) so and again this card is in my cumana untapping deck and it's really really good in there
0: yeah uh this was in my um rashmi deck yeah that's the only deck i really really have it in. in there too yeah uh all right the next one is defense of the heart so defense of the heart it's a one green three colorless enchantment if any player has at the beginning of your upkeep if any player has three or more creatures or i should say opponent has three or more creatures you may sacrifice it and search your library for two creatures and put them directly into play any
1: two creatures that will win you the game right there yeah
0: (laughs) pretty much if you have this in there you have a plan of what you're going to get you're not going to get you know we use land of elves again and uh let's go ornithopter (laughs) Those ones, that would be really bad to go get. No, you're most likely getting something that's going to win you the game. and so Or
1: or put you in a very powerful position. Like Blightsteel. So, or... Yeah, Blightsteel with Kiki Jiki. That's hard to beat. Yeah. Or with an Urrobrask and something huge. Yeah. Like, it... Uh, <laughs> It's a card that should scare the crap out of you. Yeah,
0: because you don't know necessarily what's in their deck. I mean, if you played them a bunch, you kind of get an idea. You know idea. what they're going to go for.
1: But, it, you know, know, most of the
0: time it's like, fuck, they have any option to go get two creatures. So a lot of times it ends up happening. We've talked about this in previous yeah. casts. People
1: try and kill off their own creatures. Yeah, to get they're all like, all three. right,
0: if I attack you, it's you like, kill this one, and I'll kill that one. Can
1: anybody get rid of this? No. no. All right, let's kill our creatures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so if you play this a little bit later in the game, and there's nothing anybody can do, you know, Know, kill it or there's too many creatures on the board then it's it's a pretty ridiculous freaking card
1: you know and then you can be nice if it's me playing it so that's fine but that's the only reason because
0: <laughs> you're playing yeah because we're playing you with
1: it because i
0: have it oh gotcha yeah. be nice to me be nice yeah <laughs> i won't go get something that's crazy is that what you're trying to say is that the bribe mm, no no just, <laughs> just, this won't hit just you right let, away let me go do something crazy <laughs> all right
1: crazy is fun uh all right uh next one stupid doubling season nobody likes that card <laughs> this, no it's you gotta kill the okay you have to uh a couple of games ago when uh attracts a deck zach mm-hmm. was playing Atraxa. he went doubling season it wasn't really doing anything kind of muddling around we're like okay we'll leave it and i killed uh I think I got rid of your Ensnaring Bridge instead of Doubling Season. Oh, yes. And, and then... I, vindic- I had Vindicate. And then the next turn, he plays the Ajani that, like, he ultimates it, and every point of him. damage We're just deals him. one damage to him. And it was just like, well, this fucking game that yeah. was stupid no you kill doubling season doesn't matter what they're doing kill it kill it kill it i mean slaughter when i said that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> kill sacrifice slaughter <laughs> so no nah, you got to slaughter doubling season i think that would be it be, it'd be one interesting one counters, to like
0: because this would be towards the top this would be in the, definitely the top three i think for me <laughs>
1: yeah No, this card, you see it, you kill it. It is a
0: kill as soon as possible because, you know, they're either it's planeswalker heavy. It's anything, you know, the counter stuff. It's uh, it's a terrible, terrible card, but awesome. Yeah, but amazing.
1: (laughs) It's super fun. All
0: right. The next one is Sworded of feast and famine. And what this one does is it's a sword gives your what? Two plus two protection from black and green green. So you get through, you get to untap all your lands
1: and they have to discard a card.
0: The discard is whatever, but the untapping the lands is always it nice.
1: basic it's like Green's extra turn. Yeah. And that's like uh and this is more of a untapping your lands for a second turn. So like Their bear Umbra, Umbra. Um there's a enchantment from a Kamigawa block that untaps your lands. And uh this is just
0: Anything that does that is which you could almost put on there uh the new one reclamation. The oh, wilderness reclamation. Yeah, wilderness well, reclamation well, on there.
1: So the the thing about that is like if you're doing wilderness reclamation or Seaborn Muse or anything that untaps mana for the next turns, like that's when you're starting to go into like oh control yeah. yeah I guess I get instant. what you're saying there yeah. But having it untap on your at, turn on your second being main able phase, to play other things. Like, okay, yeah. well because oftentimes what I would do is like okay I can deal damage and untap my land so I can pa- tap out for five get through untap and play another 5-drop or a couple more mm-hmm. spells. So, like, you're almost playing it for free that first turn, and then every turn after that you're getting a huge advantage. So, um, and I'll talk about Bear Umbra in the spotlight here. Like, it's fantastic there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, no, the cards... I remember having
0: to deal with trying to get rid of that. I was like, okay, well, I'll exile your guy instead of <laughs> fucking dealing with Bear Umbra. Yes. All right, uh, one of my least favorite cards so much so that larry played with it so much that i had to go buy myself a copy because i mm. hate it so much yeah it's yours
1: umazawa's jit mm. it's fantastic it is i fantastically again, i mean awful based off of what we're talking about like it's jit jits just so versatile yeah
0: there's a lot of things it can do
1: um so what it does is whenever you that creature deals combat damage to any creature or player you get to put counters on two jit. counters two counters, and what you can do is you at inst- whatever you want, you can remove a counter, and you either give your creature plus two, plus two, or give another creature minus one, minus one, or you gain two life. So no matter what, you're going to gain value out of mm-hmm. this. And if you put it on something with Vigilance, you're going to be able to get more counters if people are attacking you. Double Strike will get you more counters. Like Any sort of type of like abuse on this card is crazy mm-hmm. value. And... Um, and just makes your creatures much bigger. So if you're putting it on your commander or, or like a track, so you're gaining more life and being it would like, uh, you're the killing other part smaller of it,
0: creatures. The other part of it is if that creature dies, those counters still stay on Jit. Yeah. It's so, on the equipment, not, not on a on creature. The creature. So you're able to, oh, wow, you killed my creature. Okay. Well now I'm going to attach it to this creature and attack you. And now I gain these counters. And it's, it's has so, like you said, it has many different things it can do, uh, you, it is kind of a creature killer in a way, you know, mm-hmm, getting around mm-hmm. indestructible and all that stuff by the minus one. So minus
1: I'm going to add one. So this is a top 16 list now. <laughs> uh, skull clamp, which is very similar. That's just it's going to bury you in uh, combo. or like in a lot of times. it's
0: a combo ish, but I mean not. I mean it, yeah. if, if you have
1: just a bunch of X ones and yeah. you're just able to just draw a ton of cards, I would consider that almost. Uh, similar to like consecrated sphinx power level it's it's better than consecrated sphinx don't get me wrong in those type of decks but we can go with 15 whatever (laughs) (laughs) 15.5
0: all right uh the next one is mono reflection and any cards that kind of do this so you have double mana yeah so like uh mirari's wake or is it wake Wake, yeah 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 Yeah, wake zendikar resurgent yep so any of these ones that double your mana um, are definitely the ones. As, you l- and, get rid of.
1: As, as long as it doesn't help everybody else, yeah, because that can really hurt you.
0: If it's a worldwide, everybody gets it.
1: Worldwide, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if you're doing it just for yourself, man, that uh, or the opponent's doing it for mm-hmm. themselves because you're trying to slaughter that stuff, you want to just don't let them untap with that or even get any benefit out of that.
0: I almost say, now I'm like thinking about it, we should have flip-flopped and actually had, as our key note of this, this one should have been Zendikar Resurgent. Because that has the double ability of drawing off of it, too. So you're doubling your mana in a way, and then, not in a way, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, anytime you cast a creature spell, you're drawing.
1: Sure. The thing about mana re- reflection, though, is, is that, that
0: you can tap, like, a creature rock. doubles or yeah. an artifact will yeah.
1: double as well. And like stuff gets kind of, so you got to kind of awesome. weigh that
0: out. Like if you're playing a lot of mono rocks and everything like that, that definitely is the way you want to go. Whereas, but Zendikar resurgent, if you're playing a lot of creature, creature I, I think cards, you also
1: need to balance out. Like I don't personally, I don't like Zendikar resurgent cause it's at seven mm-hmm. and at seven. I, I want, like a threat to whereas that's more of just like an engine six, it's questionable. Like Marari's Wake is just really good. Marari's Wake probably should have been the the poster one for this one. Yeah, because it pumps your team and doubles it a, a turn early. Mm. um It's just in green and white. So, it but all these. But cards you know, really Resurgent
0: keeps going up on EDH sure. rec for it keeps going in decks because it. I mean, seven seems like a lot, but it's. They're commander games. They fucking take forever. <laughs> like 13, 14 turns before a game's over. I think if you want to tap with any of those, you're yeah, doing Yeah, exactly. Well. That's the key of this is all these need to die. Yeah. Slaughter them. Slaughter on sight. Slaughter on sight. All right. Uh, next one, I believe, is you.
1: All right. Uh, so growing rights of Itlamok. Uh, this is an enchantment. When it comes into play, look at the top three or four cards. Put a creature or land in uh, Put a creature into your hand. And then if you have... Four or more creatures? You
0: know, I might be mixing them up.
1: Growing. Hmm. Hmm. We kind of replaced this in with Gaia's Cradle because I'm sick and tired of Adam adding that into every list. (laughs) It needs to be in every single list.
0: Like, I... So, oh, you're right. It's the top four, so I corrected you wrong. But then it's if you have three... No, so you have four or more creatures transformed. Okay, so it's four, so four. it's four and four.
1: So if you have four or more creatures in play, it flips over into a guy's cradle, pretty uh, much. A better guy's cradle. Because you can tap it for a green. Mm-hmm.
0: So if all creatures are dead, you can still so tap it.
1: You want to kill this before, slaughter it before it flips. Yeah. Because uh, enchantment removals more common than land removal, in my opinion. Um, but also, it's just harder, uh, and it's it's a quite a good card. Yeah, and, I
0: mean, it flips that turn which you if should you, be
1: playing it when you want to flip unless you're really desperate and get, yeah, like a creature
0: creatures so yeah early game it can help you get creatures you know being able to look yep. at the top four really but does even, help.
1: even if it's there like you don't want that flipping because that puts them ahead so yeah <laughs> it's you get rid of it slaughter it slaughter Gay as cradle man don't you want that out? That'll be on the next. <laughs>
0: Foreshadowing. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, all right. And list. our last one on the list, number fifteen point five, uh, Divine Visitation. The last time we played uh, with my Tesa deck, I got this out and it was killed immediately because as any time should've. a counter comes into play, it turns into a four four angel flying instead. Vigilance. Vigilance. As well. Sorry. Turns yeah, into fight. a four four Sarah angel.
1: Sarah angel. This card just like. In a, in any sort of token deck, like you cast it, and then if you can just make tokens that turn, that just gets out of hand. Like it's really hard to deal with. Yeah. And like if you wrath, the the uh, the tokens are gone, but Divine Visitation's still around, and that's still something that you should be really afraid of. Yeah. So that's kill them. I'm that's sorry. Slaughter pretty, them. Slaughter on slaughter sight. Slaughter <laughs> It's a pretty good list, in my opinion.
0: Uh, We do have a lot of ones that we are going to, uh, what is it, list? Oh, yeah, that's right. What would (laughs) you call it? It's the, uh, it's already too late. Yeah, already too late. Gaya's Cradle will make an appearance there, possibly.
1: Spoiler. All
0: right, let's move into our Commander Spotlight. Who are we doing, Larry? A
1: spotlight spotlight deck. Kesha. Kesha.
0: Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. All right. So Kesha the Cultivator, what does she do?
1: Uh, So she has Bestow for a three-colorless green, blue, white. And then it gives a creature plus four, plus four. And if it's in play and you attack with an enchantment creature or a creature with an aura on it, you get to draw a card. Multiple sources.
0: The other part is... If it's not attached to a creature, like if the creature dies...
1: Then it's a 4-4, and then same effect of drawing cards.
0: So, what is the idea behind this? I know what the idea behind this, because you fucking play this. I
1: I think it's pretty straightforward and obvious, but it's pretty awesome as well. Um, It's get hexproof creatures or indestructible creatures, and then put awesome auras onto it.
0: Yeah, that's the big thing that I got from playing you. Is every almost it seemed like almost every creature had hexproof, and I was like, I want to, I want to hit your shit.
1: Yeah, I want to slaughter them. You can't. So that and that's the big thing. Just make sure that you have creatures around. And like one of the worst things is to have a creature that you want to put an aura on, and then they're like, "Well, I'm going to kill it before the aura gets on there," and then you just lose card advantage. Mm-hmm. And so if and Kesha here might have that, like, the point of, oh, you're going to play an Aura deck, but we're going to give you a lot of card advantage. Whereas this allows you to keep your creatures around and get those card advantage. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of what I'm working with here. And I think uh, the the Hexproof, and I, I mix in some Indestructible into there because people are going to run Wraths and you want stuff to kind of stick around as well. Uh, so first batch, we're just going to go through uh, some of the creatures that are going to carry the auras first package Lowry's first package <laughs> not the last uh heavenly
0: blade master That was
1: it? it three uh, three five three six three six good flying job. double strike uh and then when it comes into play you can attach all of your auras to it and that's about it it gets huge one other part I don't remember that part
0: other creatures you control get one plus one for each aura and equipment attached to him.
1: that's a good point yeah
0: that's pretty brutal uh bruno light Of Alabaster.
1: Uh, Yeah, 5-5 Flying, Vigilance, and whenever it attacks, you can attach all auras in your hand, graveyard, or in play to it. It's crazy. Well, number one, okay, so auras are inherently like card disadvantage a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they die, like that's bad. But with Bruna bringing it back, you have a little bit of that recursion happening, and that allows you to just be um more aggressive with your auras, not worry so much side
0: part to this is it's all auras and so you can take other people's that are on the the battlefield
1: sure, not a lot out there, but yeah that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I'd be happy with that oh
0: there's auras out there
1: it didn't happen last game no it didn't <laughs> I, I haven't had it happen yet well,
0: it kind of did because you had an aura on uh number two's thing and you took it from that him and put it on that, that. another totem armor is what you took you took you had two octopus but yeah octopus umbra. got killed
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh geist of saint Tra saint Traft. yep two two hex proofer that creates a four four flying angel when you attack with it he's pretty brutal
0: so then you got some uh unblockable stuff so invisible stalker yeah. so you're gonna gain that's the probably draw.
1: my favorite one because you're Hexproof in it, or it has hexproof. Yeah, so you're and
0: getting your draw from it.
1: It's cheap, so it comes out early.
0: Uh, then you got Sergarda, host of the Herons. This card is crazy good. Gives isn't that the hexproof to it, all your other stuff too? No, oh, no, that's know. the. So this oh, yeah. one is the one that killed me with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hailfire. Torment of Hailfire.
1: So, but it's a five-five hexproof, and then. Uh, Spells and can't make me can't sacrifice, make sacrifice stuff. Yep.
0: Uh, then Trouble you have. What? Troll aesthetic. Yeah. What does troll aesthetic do though?
1: Uh, it's just a three-two regenerate hexproof. But it gives.
0: But, oh, he just has can't yeah. be. Yep, yep. Um, Thrun the
1: last troll, which is just a better version.
0: Well, you had storm surge kraken.
1: Oh, storms. Storm <laughs> yeah, that surge has lieutenant. Cracking. So if uh, Kesha's out, it gets plus two, plus two, and if it's blocked, it gets to you get to draw two cards. So it's just like another card advantage thing. But like if you put Kesha on it. It's like a, I like that we uh, have it's like her like a as Kesha. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, so it was like a, it becomes like an 11 11 hex proof. If it's blocked, you draw two cards off of it. But if you've attacked with Kesha then on you it, you another, already draw yeah. another
0: card. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. <laughs> uh, then you got a cat. Fleece main lion,
1: yeah. So, this one you can uh make like monstrous and then it gets indestructible and hexproof, which is a pretty lethal combo to put any aura on.
0: Then, throw the last troll, yep. And there. so,
1: four four hexproof, uh, regenerate,
0: kind of lord of something with a, an e and <laughs> it. There's a Kamigano one,
1: so it's like uh, it's it, so. One thing that I added this one in after our games, I, I found that like when you are like putting a bunch of auras on a certain like couple creatures you want to be attacking with, and it kind of leaves you open for the crack back. And so having creatures with vigilance is mm. helpful, being able to allow you to, uh, and this one again, indestructible, it is seven mana, but that's
0: going to say it's pretty high casting cost, but if but... it
1: blocks, it turns into what, like an eight, eight, or if it is yeah. blocked, it turns into eight, eight plus the auras mm. that are on it. So it, uh, it, it feels like it, it could be a little too much, but it being indestructible probably makes it worth it. Have you got it out yet before? No, I haven't Nothing. seen it yet.
0: Uh, then you got Ronas, uh, the Indomitable, which is the uh, the god from...
1: cat the green one. It's a crazy good card. Yeah, that I remember your... It's in Nikya, and yeah. it's really good.
0: And you use that with Thassa when we played Thassa. Yeah,
1: so is not going to turn into a creature very much here. Uh, it's
0: more of making everything unblockable. And yeah. Then the little side note of scrying off of that helps
1: yeah and, it's, and i do i'm not going to talk about like the smaller cheaper like forms of Karn advantage but because like, kesha is probably the most important part of it but that helps
0: and then so we got the three gods so you actually have what is it kefnet kefnet
1: the mindful so that's a blue amonkhet god um i don't know how i'll how much i like it because it it's awkward um one thing that i've noticed is i'm not drawing a ton of cards off of kesha but it's like a consistent amount. So, like, so having draw, the
0: seven in your hand is a little difficult to, yeah. Your, uh, and
1: and I I want to be casting like auras that are bigger in this deck. So, cheaper creatures and bigger auras is kind of where I went with it.
0: The nice thing is, it's a three drop, five, five
1: indestructible flyer. And so, like, it, it has the draw, the draw ability,
0: yeah. you know. So, you have the four draw, and then you can put a land in your hand to have seven or more, blah, blah, blah. So,
1: it, but it, it's awkward yeah that that's all it is is like it's awkward like i don't want to put an aura on it just in case i'm not getting a card yeah you know so like if i if i cast an aura on it and go down to six cards then i can't attack or block with that aura so i need to like have you gotten this other... out yeah yeah it's it's just like awkward to where i was like i hold cards attack with it and then i play my cards afterwards that's mm. pretty much what en- it ends up being like um but again it's an awkward card. I probably the the nice thing is is that it is a 5-5 five five, so it turns Ronus into a creature all the time when it's yeah. around so um that has been nice
0: nice all right what's your uh, next package look like
1: the uh uh just the couple of enchantment creatures that are from the theros block they're also bestow creatures
0: so hypnotic siren which is a one drop bestow or one drop 1-1 one, one flying, but you can bestow it for 7. Steal a creature. Oh, yeah. You control enchanted creature. And... So it becomes an aura,
1: but it also, if it attacks, it's cheap. It comes out before Kesha, and you get to draw a card off of these guys just alone without an aura on it because they're enchantment creatures.
0: So the funny thing is, this is going to be my uh, dyslexia for the week, but Celestial, I always want, when I see this word, I always want to say acorn.
1: <laughs> Archon? <laughs> I
0: always want to go... Acorn. I don't even know why, but when I see that the archon thing, I always want to do that. But anyways, it's a uh, three and two white, four four has bestow five and two white, flying first strike, enchanted creature gets four plus four flying and first strike.
1: And one thing that I found with the bestows is that it's I almost prefer bestowing them mm-hmm. uh, because I have the hexproof and indestructible creatures that are hopefully coming down, and so that. But it allows some flexibility between the spots of. Do I want it to be an aura, or do I want it to be a creature?
0: Well, the nice thing is, if you're able to bestow it, it almost has two abilities with it. Because if they eventually kill that creature, then it becomes a creature.
1: Yep. So if so. if the, it is bestowed and somebody wraths, then you have a board presence mm-hmm. right after the wrath as well. Uh, then you have, is it Edelon, the Countless Battles? Is that uh, a ca- of, of the Countless battles. of
0: Countless Battles? And that is for its regular cost, it's one and two white. Uh enters the battlefield, it gets one plus one for each creature you control and one plus one if it's for a for each aura. Yeah. yeah. Uh and its bestow is only for four. So it does the same thing. So it's thing. a
1: nice cheap pump that also is that enchantment. To pump so. you up. <laughs> uh next pass package will be the auras.
0: Alright, so we have Gigantiform, and that basically gives makes a creature in 8 8 and has trample.
1: Yeah, so it's not giving plus eight, plus eight, it it 8 8, but it makes an 8 8 and trample. And this is for 5 mana, pretty cheap, and it can be really aggressive.
0: And if you kick it, you can go search for it. You shouldn't have a second one in you your library. Have you cheating. So that <laughs> cheating. Bear Umbra.
1: Now, this card allows you to tap out and put an aura on, and then li- after you attack with Bear Umbra. Well, you want to say lick something? Lick whatever you want. <laughs> uh, but this will untap your land, and then it will allow you to, like, put down some type of protection afterward.
0: Plus it has the totem armor, which helps Also protects
1: whatever creature you got going on.
0: Uh, then we have Armadillo Cloak. Uh,
1: plus two, plus two, trample and lifelink. You can also put it on other people's creatures to gain life off of that. Um, that's probably one of more my, like, personal favorites. So
0: Octopussy armor.
1: Uh, or Umbra. Turns, umbra, Sorry. yeah. It turns the creature <laughs> into an 8-8 octopus whenever it attacks, so you can tap down a creature. Uh, of power eight or less and also it is an umbra so
0: on sarah's wings love this card
1: yeah this card is sweet uh it's an aura that will give flying vigilance and plus one plus one is that about it two more and lifelink one more and
0: it's legendary uh, and nobody cares about that (laughs) But, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I mean, the legendary part doesn't really matter, but the uh, 1 plus 1 flying, vigilance, and lifelink. There's yeah. your vigilance and. and the gain vigilance
1: lifeline. is nice. So, you're not like, if you play a Thrun the Last Troll and toss this on there, you get a 5 5 flying, like regenerate, hexproof. Because remember, most of your creatures have hexproof or indestructible. So, all of these keywords are pretty awesome. And then you're also adding in that protection mm-hmm. on top. Daybreak Coronet. Uh, what does that do? It's, it's an aura that needs to be on a creature that already has an aura on it. So that's a you little. You have no bit, problem there. Yeah, not in this deck, um, but it gives plus three, plus three, trample, first strike, and vigilance and lifelink.
0: There you go. It does. Yeah, uh, it, it has you're almost forgetting life link.
1: Um, but so the only slight problem with this one is if somebody goes, they can kill two of your auras. Like let's say you have, um, the. Uh, bear umbra on one and then this card on there if they kill the bear umbra this also goes away mm-hmm. so you got to watch that a little bit but again it's for so a powerful. two drop that if yeah. you have something enchanted, you know, it's generally it's it's going to be really nice if you already have that aura on there you cast this put it on there attack gain your life it has vigilance and mm-hmm. it, it almost already did its work
0: uh then we have uh prodigious growth which is pretty crazy.
1: (laughs) Plus seven, plus seven and trample baby for six mana. (laughs) It's just a big fucking creature that you put on
0: any creature. And it's another fucking big creature.
1: Uh, spirit mantle. Uh, this one is pretty cheap, but it gives plus one, plus one and protection from creatures. Just get through. No one can block. Holy mantle. Uh, plus two, plus two and protection from creatures. And the, the key thing about that is you can actually put that on your like supportive creatures and then you can block all day with it as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Eldrazi Conscription. Here's your Eldrazi. Yeah, I'm a jerk for this one. <laughs> Gives
1: plus 10, plus 10, Trample, and uh, the uh, Sacrifice 2. Annihilator, Annihilator 2. Annihilator 2, yeah. No, that that card's disgusting. Yeah,
0: And it just got reprinted in uh, UMA or Ultimate Masters, yeah. so the, the, the prices are down on that one. That one is a good card to have for any deck if you're playing uh, Auras, that is a must-have. Because it can go in any single one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought this this was the same. The, our proxy here is the same uh, art, not like the same picture, but it's the same gal from uh, Oracle Moldiah that we had. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought okay. you were using. Anyways,
1: uh, so first one is Copy Enchantment. So this one is just like a ton of utility. It, it allows you you do a little bit of pillow fording in this kind of deck as well. So uh, we'll get to that, but it can it it does a ton in this deck, and I'll I'll tell you. As we go along, I'll be like, you want to copy this, you want to copy this.
0: So if it's copy enchantment, it just makes Any a enchantment. Copy of it a can be creature. an
1: aura, it can be a creature, it can <laughs> be anything you want. I'm kidding. Uh, traverse the
0: Outlands. This one I'm glad to... Uh, I, I like this card a lot, this actually. This card is crazy. Yeah, it's really good. This
1: is the first time this, it's been in a deck, and it's been very good for me.
0: So it's search for up to X basic lands where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Put those on the battlefield, tap, then shuffle your library, it's for five.
1: Yeah, it's five mana. I In this deck, I don't think I've gotten it for under five lands into play. Nice. And I, I think I've ca- cast it probably like three times in seven games or five, six. Yeah. It, it's just like, and then it just puts you ahead and you're, it's crazy.
0: Uh, Hannah ships. I can't see it. Navigator. Cause her hat hat's in the way. She has a hat. <laughs>
1: it's, Uh, so yeah, this one is just a little bit of enchantment recursion, return target artifact or enchantment from your graveyard. Uh, Avison, angel of hope this, you have to have some protection in here because if you get wrath, you're in trouble. So you get STDs. Yep. Acroma or Heroic Intervention, that kind of stuff.
0: Edelon of Blossoms.
1: Uh, this one is just c- some card draw. Whenever you have an enchantment coming to play, you get to draw a card.
0: Umbra Mystic.
1: Yeah, this one turns all of your auras into to- Umbra. Total yeah, total Armor. <laughs> to- and so it's uh, it's very good at protecting your big creatures. Yeah, it's, it's
0: so good for auras. An aura deck, yeah. yeah
1: th- that's a must-have. Uh,
0: is it? At Argrathian I can't even see what enchantress. Oh, Argothian, Argothian. Oh yeah, it's the enchantress. So shroud, yeah. whenever you cast an enchantment, draw a card. Yep. So uh, and then I think this is the last one. Yep. Uh, Faith healer, sacrifice an enchantment, gain life equal to that sacrifice enchantments' total casting cost. So this is a ability that you can do whenever. So if somebody's destroying your stuff. Sacrifice, sacrifice, you sacrifice, sacrifice all
1: your enchantments, or if it's just gonna. If you need to live a yeah. little bit, like if you're getting all attacked, you're like, it kind of messes with, uh, combat a little bit. Cause they're like, okay, I'm going to kill you, put you to one. You'd be like, well, I'm going to sacrifice and go, you, you got me to three. So
0: nice. And it's a creature in itself. So yeah. that's kind of interesting. Little one, too. one cheap to come out. All right. Can I hold your last package? <laughs>
1: As long as you want, baby.
0: <laughs> Winds of Wrath. I remember this card. It's good. Yeah. It's good in this deck. Destroy all creatures that aren't enchanted. They can't be regenerated.
1: Most people don't have enchantments. Douche move. No, it's good. <laughs> One-sided Wrath. They are very good. Sphere
0: of Safety.
1: Uh, this uh, People can't attack you unless they pay one for each enchantment that you have. That is something that you want to copy enchantment on. Perfect. Open the Vaults. Uh, this, again, is a little bit of aura recursion brings all artifacts and enchantments for everybody into play uh worship uh worship saves your ass it's an an enchantment and if you have a creature in play your life total can't go below one you can't lose you got a bunch of hexproof and indestructible creatures you should almost always have a creature in play
0: greater aromancy
1: uh this one gives all of your creatures uh, with auras on them, shroud, and all of your enchantments with shroud. Yep. Now this, it doesn't protect itself, yep. so copy enchantment then it is something nice on that. Yeah. But also the thing that you got to worry about this, and Sterling Grove coming up is if you have like for this one, if you have aura and you want to put another aura on that creature, you cannot do that because it has shroud. And if it's like Kesha, which is an enchantment creature that has shroud, so mm. you gotta, you kind of have to have the auras on it. Before Already, you play Creator yeah. Oromancy. So
0: then, like you said, uh Sterling Grove, all of their enchantments you control can't be the target of spells or abilities. You can tap one and sacrifice it. Uh, search your library for an enchantment and reveal it. Shuffle your library and then put it into your. So hand. this is an awesome. I think this or is on top the, of your library. Sorry. Yeah.
1: This is. Oh, is it top of the library? But yeah. this is a better one in my opinion to copy enchantment because then it's that little bit of a tutor. Mm-hmm. It also they protect each other as well and so you'll like if somebody you could just sacrifice if you need to go and find like uh your propaganda or Mm -hmm. stuff like that or keep it around to protect everything
0: so your game winners in this is this uh dealing with damage are you mostly killing people or is it uh is there any commander damage ever went in the game at all i because have you been aura stacking her
1: um, no, I haven't done that yet. Generally, I'm trying to have her play it as a bestow on kind of curve, mm-hmm. um, and that tends to work pretty well um, because I want her to stay on the battlefield as long as possible. So, in my mind, bestow, and then if it Gives dies, turns into a creature. Stay there. Yeah. Uh, because you know, if she if it dies as a bestow and like goes back into your command zone. Um, it's eight to bestow or yeah. six to put into play instead of just four. So like uh, in my mind, paying the six as as long as you have other creatures that you can be playing, um, sometimes you just kind of get stuck with a ton of auras in your hand and then playing her is good mm-hmm. So that that's kind of it's a little bit situational, but again, like I do only find myself drawing like two cards per turn off of it. And that's that's, that's enough. Not that, bad. D- that keeps you <laughs> in the game. Yeah, it's quite good, um, but it's not like filling my hand like I had like originally thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the it's it's a bunch of cards that are hard to kill, and uh, you're drawing. And I mean, those those are the things that you want. Kind of your winning used.
0: percentage has been pretty good with it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, three, four, five, five games, and so I've won. 1 2 three. that's not a very good win 3ish <laughs> 3 I I've been uh it's it's very powerful like I haven't been out of any game mm-hmm. let's like put it that way yeah, obviously that, like that's, having that's
0: the key is even the games that you lose if you're in it potentially yeah to win it
1: you yeah, and that's where you want to be yeah, yeah you want to be right around the end of the game One thing that I was finding is like I was having, if you rely all of your draw on Kesha, you're gonna be in trouble. But if you have a bunch of cheap stuff to kind of get you there, it works out really well. So, like, I have Ponder, Preordained, Sylvan Library, uh, the Argothian Enchantress. Well, you have enough
0: life gain in there, too, where the Sylvan Library shouldn't uh, affect you as much. Yeah. Except for that one game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> where I said I was going to kill me if he yeah. got me to eight, and I did not because I'm a liar. Yeah,
0: that's why he died from torment so, of hail fire,
1: But this this deck is, has been really fun. I've liked this much more than Estrid, mm. and I wish I would have just started here because my Estrid deck was like this deck to start out with, and I was like, ah, this doesn't really work. It's like it kind of conflicting. Style that you thing. Like, yeah, yeah. But this this deck feels a lot better in my. This is in my wheelhouse a lot more.
0: Yeah, this seems like. Uh... Potentially one of your favorite decks? Question.
1: I'm liking it so much. It's hard. Nikia is really fun to play right now. Yeah, it's really good. It's been really fun to play.
0: and not this isn't nikki a commander spotlight time but nikki it's like <laughs> it doesn't seem as threatening in the beginning you know and it's like mm-hmm. once she comes out and you're like okay well he can double his mind oh shit oh shit and, and that's he, kind
1: of what we're talking about that slaughter on site like i can see nikki getting yeah. to that point where people just need to who kill who knows it. she might make
0: that list by the time we get there <laughs>
1: <laughs> if i get a couple more games in
0: yeah she might make my list <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, I've only I've seen you play this a couple times, I think. Now. The the two yeah. games yeah.
1: over at number twos. Sweet.
0: All right. Uh, we're getting kind of longer. We, we're almost at an hour. So we'll, I'll kind of move quick. You want to do your session. bitching? Uh, well, we both can bitch about this. Sure. Uh, how much arena have you played?
1: I didn't play last week.
0: <laughs> so skip, you didn't even get any wins in for packs or anything like nope. that. Um,. I guess here's my, my thing with Arena. And the thing is, is, we're the commander smiths. We deal with commander. Arena is. It, I guess it's just what you have to deal with when you're playing a game like that. It's more combo, counter, control, end the game in three turns as fast as possible. I understand that's. A lot of players do that, but that's not a commander play. I don't know. It, it, it's. It's been hard for me to play. I get frustrated with it because it's just like I see the wizard siren dude that sacrificed to counter target. Storm Tamer. Yeah, it's like yeah. I see that and I'm like, okay, I quit. Like it's, I don't even want to play the game. It's blue tempo
1: standard. Cause, like You know the deck that is coming. A lot of people are playing those decks because they're good. Yeah. And that I think is a really good thing about Commander is like, you just don't like you don't sit down at a, like a table or like play for a day and then see multiple taste attacks. Yeah. At at the same game or like you see you one know. card and you're
0: like, oh, I know what the rest of this deck is. Yeah. Most of the time, even if it's multiple tastes, there's some maybe twist to it or something like that. Like they have their own style unless they're just pulling it right from online. But that's the thing with arenas, you see these decks and it's like, okay, I know exactly what's in this deck. I have. A turn to do whatever, and if I can't, then it's game over. Then it's with, basically, a game with no. those with the the blue, the the blue deck. It's like as soon as I see it, I already know I lost. You know, because I can't target their stuff. That's
1: a very defeatist mentality. What no, it is? <laughs> it's like I'm not going to waste
0: five ten minutes of my time because I know it's already done. And I'm like, fuck this, I'm done with that one, and I just move Interesting. on. Interesting, because it's just it's inevitable. There's nothing I can do unless I get like the perfect. But even if I do, it's countered. You know, that that deck is pretty sure. ridiculous. So it just gets frustrating. The only thing I really do is I try to do my dailies if I can, but I haven't done that lately because we're getting the house ready to sell and all sure. that stuff. You're busy. Um, so I don't even make an effort to get that. But the only reason I do that is because the only reason I do those is I want to play the sealed and drafting. Sealed is, to me, the most like Commander that isn't Commander. Mm-hmm. And then I guess draft would be the next. And then you kind of get into your constructed formats and all that fun stuff. The thing is, I don't walk away from arena going, man, that was a crazy game. Very rarely. It's probably one out of like 30 where it's like, whoa, that was actually a crazy game where I might tell you and I'm like, Mm -hmm. hey, this, this thing happened, but commander almost every single game you walk away and I was like, this swing happened and this happened. Like there's just
1: there's so much, much, much more, more interaction and yeah, I I would really much agree with you. that was weird wording there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, and I, I think when we were talking about this, it was like, I wasn't expecting the feeling of, I want to interact with people mm-hmm. part and with arena, you know, it's just, hello, your turn. You're good. You know, yeah. like just those couple things. And you're just like that, that's not satisfying mm-hmm. and it's nice to have that game and, you know, with friends or new people or w- whatever you got going on there. That is, it, it was interesting to, to start realizing like that satisfaction of just interacting with people. Yeah. The,
0: the commander aspect, the tabletop playing mm-hmm. against other people and having it. And that's the thing about commanders having conversations with somebody, you know, or it's, I know that's, it's the online thing you're playing the game to win, get done as fast as possible, move to the get your goals, move up on the ladder, all that stuff. I mm-hmm. get that. But that's mm-hmm. like, I guess a, as a commander player, that's not how I why I like magic. Well,
1: and it also like you you can see that it's it stifles a lot of creativity unless you're a really good player kind of like saffron olive where he's he's always bringing up decks but he's a very good player mm-hmm. and you can tell and when he doesn't like, care if he loses <laughs> yeah he doesn't care but he's always playing too yeah towards like he's willing to you know he freaking gets sick of every you know tiered deck mm. but i think I, a couple weeks ago he was like i played uh you know green black mid-range and i i won 32 matches in a row and you're like holy shit yeah that's that's not lucky he's good mm-hmm. he's very good and so that that's a good thing too but um, and that's probably why streaming is interesting to those types of players is because they're interacting with their chat they're still talking yeah that's a good Whereas point when I'm at home I have the lights off and I'm crying so <laughs> <laughs> you're trying <laughs> <laughs> don't come don't in here <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing in there, Lowry? I'm streaming. You're, you're,
0: you're tapping something vigorously. Yeah.
1: No, so it's
0: just it's uh, <laughs> the computer's not even on. Shut up. It's fine. It's Lowry time. It's always Lowry time.
1: It just uh So that part just doesn't get like I'd much rather just be like Building my decks, getting ready for the next time we play Commander, almost. Mm. Like I I totally get playing Arena though, and like trying to get those goals. And I I like the the
0: playing Magic at any time I can play Magic. Yeah,
1: that that part is is nice.
0: But I would much more prefer. I would play it a ton more if it was like draft or more so play a sealed thing anytime I can do a sealed thing, even if I didn't get to keep the cards. I would play that more. If there were goals on that. Like, if it was like, here's a sealed event. These are the cards you open. Whatever place or ranking you get, you win packs off of that. Okay. I would do that so much more than building my... I know everybody likes to build their decks, but the thing is, is I see a deck and I know exactly what it is. And it's just like, okay, this isn't fun. Like, I know it uh Burn, if I can gain six life, they quit. You, you, you know, like, as soon as they see my... If they can't kill my... Uh, the wild growth, wild growth walker and i play uh something with explore they quit immediately so they're doing the same thing that i do when i see no, a blue no like i can't beat that yeah and as soon as i see Teferi, i'm like okay i quit <laughs> like, yeah it's just it's you see these decks and it's so repetitive and it's just like okay now i'm getting really bored like i if i'm just trying to get the coins so i can actually play something where i see variety whatever you and, want to be doing yeah, yeah. and i so, think
1: there's a big difference too in the tiers like i think You've played competitively there a lot more and like built a couple decks. to Whereas mine, I don't have any like real decks. I just kind of like added cards in as I've gotten the free packs mm. and like into the original decks that we got. My decks are shit. I know they are. <laughs> um, but you so not, I'm not even you're not I'm focused not even on that. that yeah. Know, I, that well, I just I, I, I for a while I was just getting the gold, playing some games, and it and it did scratch an itch. Initially, of just like okay, I'm getting to play some magic, Mm -hmm. Um, but at this point, like I just don't doesn't really do anything for me right now. Yeah, I'll say one might be like a ebb and flow. It does
0: help me with a little bit. Is the uh, the mistakes that you can make while playing a com- everybody makes mistakes while they play commander and you know or mm-hmm. a magic game you are like oh misplay this misplay that it helps me with the repetition fine tune that a little bit but at the moment it, you know it the pissing me off part is way outweighs that part <laughs> way more it's like. I'm not having fun doing this right now. I'd rather be... And
1: and for me, it might, like, I think the last time we talked about it, I was just talking about the lands, and that's probably just what did it for me, is just, like, if I want to be consistent enough, I have to play these cards in a 60-card deck, and da-da-da, and it's just, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I I want to sit down and build, like, a Divine Visitation deck with a bunch of red-white tokens, and that's what I'd want to do. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time I'm like, I know that's not good enough. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say that's not gonna do anything in this. Like you wanna build that, but it's you're gonna stay in bronze tier. (laughs) Like you know. But so
1: it's just kinda like what's what's the point of putting a ton of effort into a deck that I know really isn't gonna compete? Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing enough to like I'm not into standard enough to like innovate Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it kind of puts someone like me at like a weird place. I
0: I guess the positive with it is it makes me love commander that much more, you know. It
1: yeah, you appreciate commander a lot Just more. like,
0: oh my god, I just want to play commander. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> like seriously, I was super excited when we got to play last week uh when we got to play with uh, Adam number 2. Um but, yeah, it's, I guess it would be three weeks from when this podcast yes. goes
1: out. <laughs> People don't even remember that part.
0: So I guess that's the part that Arena's doing for me is it's making me love Commander that much more. And I'm getting my reps in, I guess, if I have time to. But it has hit a point to me where it's it's so repetitive that I don't even want to do my daily goals and stuff like that. I try to get the 15 wins a week. Mm-hmm but even that lately. And that's the other thing is lately it's been tough because of life
1: (laughs) and life happens from what I understand. So
0: kids and getting the house ready to sell, it's been kind of crazy. So anyways, that's when you
1: said life, you meant
0: excuses. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so that's it for my griping. It was supposed to be a love (laughs) letter and said it turned into a hate letter to arena and it's not, don't get me wrong. I think Arena's really good. Yeah. Uh, but as a commander player, and the reason why I switched over to commander was for the reasons that Arena is. Like, if there wasn't a commander, if this didn't exist, and it wasn't so popular, you know, that they were making sets specifically for commander, I don't know if I'd still be playing Magic because I don't, I get too agitated with the other formats, you know?
1: Yeah, because it's a game. You want to have fun with it. And yeah. if it becomes too tedious or grindy, like, eh, why do it? Grindy. Uh-huh. Meat grinder. Uh-huh.
0: All right, let's move into our Smith specs of the week because they're getting kind of well. are not that long, but we've been doing this for hours now, so it feels really <laughs> let's long. Let's do for
1: this. Us. Smith specs of the week, guys. Ho
0: <laughs> ho uh, Lowry, you are our first one.
1: Uh, gonna go with haunted cloak. I wonder oh. why you use this one. This one is in my the Kesha deck. I just didn't talk about it, but uh, it's an equipment for three, and it gives your creature vigilance, trample, and haste. And he equips for one.
0: That's the part that's pretty sweet with It's yeah. the equipping for one.
1: And I'm I'm gonna say the foils are sitting around. I think I picked mine up for like seventy five cents. Uh and I think this is probably the third best haste equipment question mark. I mean, I think there's some other ones like there's uh I think it's like a chroma sword or something that gives like plus two plus two trample haste, vigilance. I think it,
0: isn't it two 0?
1: Yeah, two plus oh, did I say two two? Yeah, Yeah. two plus oh. So that one is competitive, but like that's three and three. Mm -hmm. Torres is three and one to equip. And that makes it much more appealing to me in decks that don't need all of that. So, like, I don't, I don't, that's an equipment. It does not fit in the aura deck. And so I think this Haunted Cloak, I think maybe works better in a Voltron style deck because it's just cheap and then you can do more stuff uh but again i i think casually this like if you're if your playgroup's just getting sick of like lightning greaves or swift foot boots i think this is probably the next best thing
0: yeah and the, uh, attaching for one i mean is, again the one then it's is better better really it's important. Than swift you know. boots
1: well swift
0: has the with the hex proof
1: that is important as well so like in my deck i don't have lightning greaves because that stops the auras from going on but i do have swift foot boots and the cloak yeah and so shroud sometimes gets gets in the way mm-hmm. but you still want that hex proof or, yeah when you and played this in important. the
0: one of the games that you had it uh it was definitely causing difficulty because you were getting your creatures out and unable to do it right getting away haste yeah. and then
1: the vigilance is super nice like it, it's it's kind of overperformed than what i thought mm-hmm. and it's cheap for a foil. it's cheap yeah
0: yeah super awesome uh my first one is one that i kind of stumbled upon Well, it'll be now a couple weeks from here. But Graveborn Muse, I actually got this off a Puka Trade, a regular one, a non-foil one. Mm -hmm. And so then that kind of caused me, I was looking at it, and I'm like, gosh, this is, it's one more mana than your dark, no, 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 your... um,
1: Phyrexian Arena.
0: Phyrexian Arena. And it does the same thing at a minimum. If you have zombies in the deck, you can draw a lot more, lose a little bit more life the only problem is it is a creature so it's easier to kill than a, an enchantment
1: yeah. and it and it can kill you quicker too yeah, like drawing one creatures. is a lot more consistent but like if you have like five zombies in play but
0: I was surprised that this isn't in more decks because you can use it like a Phyrexian Arena uh, in a way and it has a body to it you know and it's in only what did I have 4,000 EDH decks compared
1: Seems pretty underused compared to forty
0: six <laughs> 46,000 EDH decks for Phyrexian Arena.
1: Or yeah, probably. Yeah, Phyrexian Arena. Yeah.
0: And the price wise price difference, so I was able to pick these up for about 850. Uh I think Phyrexian Arena is around what 50 or something like that for it's foils. Up there. Yeah. So, I don't know. This this I feel is very underused. This does have two foil printings, so both of them are sitting about the same. You can legions get
1: legions and 10th
0: edition uh yep 10th edition the other thing is the inventory is very low so it's kind of funny because i was showing lowry and i was like yep this is where i bought and it spiked i caused that spike because (laughs) of the inventory so low. but so some of it jumped up and then came back down but there really isn't much inventory so just a couple people buying this is going to make this go up and there there is only the two printings and i'm so surprised it's only in four thousand edh decks because i'm going to put this in more decks if it's not it doesn't even have to be zombies you know it can
1: yeah again if you're just going one and one yeah it's not a bad replacement so uh your next pick uh next one's going to be Sagarda, heron's grace uh foil so this one is a four five flyer gives you and humans you control uh hex but the interesting thing for me is you can pay to exile a card from your graveyard and create a one-one human. So the reason why that's interesting is this is green white and you're messing with your graveyard, which there's not a lot that kind of does that mm-hmm. in green white. Now if you splash black, obviously you're you're gonna be dealing with that. But like with Sagarda here, it's kind of unique because you are you can create an army late game like pay five and if you have four open two one ones next turn you're able to create four one ones and just empty your graveyard you're using your graveyard in a certain way that's almost like uh, a, a type of card advantage in green white mm-hmm. so um, that was my thought I think I picked mine up for like two fifty three bucks goldfish year has it a little under four bucks but you can. Um, at, this is this is a card that I've been wanting to use, almost put it into the Kesha deck as well. Well, but way
0: th- back before we did podcasting, this was I, a pick that you had on non foils before we actually start going for foils.
1: Yeah. And uh, the the non foils I think are a buck or less yeah. at this And that's point, where too. I picked them up.
0: You know, I have like, It's a probably,
1: legend, it's mythic. Yeah. And it does some cool stuff. The, I, the I surprising
0: think- thing is you having hexproof actually surprisingly does a lot. Like you be like there's yeah. situations where it's like, all right uh, target player sacrifice the well you can't target me you know like that there's a lot of if things. if you that have it,
1: settle the wreckage running around because it's in standard right now and a lot of people would have it they can't target you yeah um, there there is definitely some cards out here that that it would help against
0: Yeah, for sure yeah and that's pretty cheap for a foil mythic
1: legendary Legend, creature yeah, yeah. Uh, all right my next one
0: is oath of Jace now this goes in with uh, the War of the Spark that's going to be spoiled here Oath of Jace is an encha- legendary enchantment when it comes into play you can draw three cards and then discard two cards actually it's not you can you must do that uh, but the cool thing about it is at the beginning of your upkeep you get to scry X which X is equal to the amount of planeswalkers so if we have a bunch of small casting cost planeswalkers uh, and a bunch of them uh, you're going to be scrying be a ton it. of advantage <laughs> yeah So the foils, I've seen them for under a dollar. So you could pick these up for a buck and expect these to start actually if they do have a... They have 36 Planeswalkers. Once they start actually spoiling these, uh, I guarantee this is going to start going up in price, especially the foil versions of this.
1: Yeah, I can totally see that.
0: So uh, your next one, or last one actually.
1: Uh, Going with Protein Hulk, uh, this card still feels... It just... um, Goldfish is saying it was four bucks. They, uh, I see I bought mine for like 250 Um, it was recently printed in Masters 25 along with the guild kits for uh the gruel, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so this card you can easily get for like $250 on TCG player. And this, this card's just like a combo card for commander or yeah. not commander, but oh well, for yeah. commander, but modern uh legal and well
0: it really spiked when they unbanded commander yeah.
1: yeah so this this card has a lot of potential for 250 in my opinion
0: mm-hmm. and that's so, what you got yours for right yeah yeah yep. all right my last one another oath oath of gideon so this one it's a the white enchantment when it comes in you get two one ones uh, but each planeswalk you control enters the battlefield with an additional loyalty counter. So if we have all these planeswalkers, they're going to get an additional one that comes in. Plus you get a little benefit by having two little 1-1 core allies come into play.
1: Yeah.
0: Foils, again, under a dollar for these. So it's, it's not much investment for a potential big turnaround with yeah. these. And
1: again, uh, we might be too late on this since we're pre-recording, but a lot of cards that have planeswalker... Uh, support should be really good yeah um depends on what colors they're in like uh we talked about it earlier i i would avoid red yeah pretty much (laughs) it's it's white and then in my opinion either green or blue yeah well othanissa
0: i think is the best one one of the better ones uh but we kind of talked about that one a few weeks ago and it's already kind of on the rise
1: and otha teferi is really good as Mm -hmm. well and that um, was my pick from last week so blue. so it could be green white blue depends on what comes out oh one other
0: one that was on my list but oath of a johnny is a, a, a decent one it makes your planeswalkers cost one less and then you get one one counters on when it comes oh, into play creatures. on your other creatures yeah. so that's another one you can kind of look at um, i think i had the foils at 2 bucks on there yeah so yeah. All right. That's a lot of uh, episodes. We're going to just fucking cut this short. <laughs> Not short. We're just going to be done. <laughs> so uh, you can follow us on Twitter. At Smith. You can subscribe and like our page on YouTube.
1: At <laughs> yeah, Smith. I didn't know if you were going to say something. <laughs> uh,
0: and then you can Gmail us.
1: At Commander Smith's,
0: and then Patreon, you can go on there and subscribe. to I don't know what do you call it. Be our be our patron. Yeah, be awesome. Uh, and for the month of March,
1: proxies forever. Be the our pay, patron forever. Yes,
0: we would like that. But you get proxies this month, and we'll see what happens for the month of In the future April. Yeah.
1: Uh, at, All right, at Commander Smith's. At Commander Smith's, yes.
0: All right, that'll do it for this week. This is a double episode, so we're very tired. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We will see you guys next week. All right. Thanks for listening. See ya.
1: Bye.